Hey ya! It's Money Mondays. You have money questions, Ash has money answers. Every Monday, start that week off strong. Let's do this! Now tuned in to the financial motivator himself, Ash Cash. Mr. Mind Right, Money Right. Money Right. So welcome to Money Mondays with Ash Cash, brought to you by Bank Mobile, the financial app that is providing you with a financially empowering banking experience make sure you check us out if you are a student go to bankmobilevibe.com if you're not a student go to bankmobile.com and check out what we have to offer Um, and so every week we have money mondays with ash cash uh, where it is a series that helps you give you the top knowledge that you you need to know in order to be financially empowered and so today uh, we're talking about changing the game the new rules of credit. Um, and so I'll give you before I jump into the new rules of credit, because starting July 1st, there are some rules that are going to go into effect. Um, and these rules will affect how your credit is viewed. Um, and so before we get into that, I want to be able to give you sort of like a crash course a little bit on credit and how it works. Um, and so first and foremost, uh, when you when you when we talk about credit, we're talking about your FICO score, but there's other scores as well. So you have your FICO score and you have your Vantage scores. There, there's actually hundreds of scores, but the two main scores that matter are f- your FICO score and your Vantage score. Uh, your FICO is um, a company called the Fair Isaac Corporation. That's what FICO stands for, and they are the company that created the algorithm that 90% of lenders use this this FICO score, 90% of them use it in order to determine whether you are credit worthy or not. I mean, that's what FICO is. Vantage score is another scoring model, which is similar to FICO, but they have a different range. Um, and that was started actually by the three credit reporting agencies or CRAs as people like to call them. And the top three credit reporting agencies are uh, TransUnion, Equifax, and Experian. And these are the credit reporting agencies that gather information from your uh, lenders and they compile this information and determine what your score is. And so with FICO, uh, FICO starts at th- at 300, and the, the highest score you can have with FICO is a 850. Uh, your Vantage score, on the other hand, the highest you can have uh, is a 950. And so the, po- the the reason why I'm pointing that out is because if you go to um, Credit Karma, which is where a lot of people go to check their credit for free, uh, you're actually getting your Vantage score, uh, which is going to be slightly higher If you want to know what your FICO score is, there are a lot of companies out there that are now offering uh, a free FICO score, so you can check with them. I know Discover has a uh, system that you can check your FICO score for free without being one of their customers, so you can check them as well, but there's others um, that you can check. And so the five categories, whether it's Vantage, whether it's FICO, the five categories that break down what your credit score is, uh, I call it the 35, 30, 15, 10, 10, um, and that is actually 100% of your score. So 35% of your score is your payment history. Uh, 30% of your score is your usage ratio, meaning if you have whatever available credit is given to you, uh, what percentage of that are you using? And 
the rule of thumb is to always use 30% or lower in order to keep maintain a, a good credit score. 15% of your score is the length of credit history, meaning uh, how long have you had credit. 10% of your score is your credit mix, meaning uh, the different types of credit you have currently. So do you only have credit cards? Do you have student loans? Do you have auto loans? Do you have personal loans? So your credit mix. Um, and so how is your credit mix? That's 10% of your score, which is, and that has a more long-term effect on you. Um, and then lastly, the other 10% is any new credit. So anytime you apply for credit, uh, it negatively impacts your score because a point or two is taking off of your credit report every time, right? So 35, 30, 15, 10, 10. And so obviously the two main components of your credit score that matter the most um, are the 35 and the 30, right? Because 35% of your score is your payment history. So paying your bills on time, making sure that there's no collections on there, like that is a big deal because that's the, that's the majority. That's 35% of your score. Then the 30% of your score is your usage ratio, which is also a big deal because that's the second highest thing on your credit report. And so 30% of your score is your usage ratio. So how are you using credit? So that's also a big deal. You put those together, you have 65% of your score is determined by, one, if you pay your bills on time, if you have any uh, derogatory things on your credit report, and two, whether you're keeping your credit card balances low. And so why is that important? Because uh, there's a website that I, that I want you to, to remember, and I need you to know this website. Uh, it is called the NationalConsumerAssistancePlan.com. Right, and I'll say that again: NationalConsumerAssistancePlan.com. And what this website is, uh, it is a website that was created by the three uh, credit reporting agencies, right? So Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion. They created this website to inform and update consumers about the implementations of what the National Consumer Assistance Plan is. And so, what that is. Uh, it was an, an initiative uh, that was created by the three uh, credit bureaus back in March of 2015. And what they wanted to do is enhance their ability to make credit reports more accurate uh, and make it easier for consumers to correct any errors on their credit reports. And why is that important? Uh, it, is, it is said that on average, seven out of ten credit reports have at least one error on it. I'm going to say that again. It is reported that seven out of ten credit reports have at least one error on it. Why is that important? Because your credit score affects so many different things. It affects whether you can get a job. In some states, you can't even get a job if you have a bad, bad credit. Uh, whether you can live, where you can live, your credit report determines housing. So whether you're renting or buying, your credit report determines that. Insurance, how much you pay for insurance is determined by credit. Whether you drive and buy a car, there's so many things that credit can affect that having a ratio of 7 out of 10, meaning that if there's 10 people in a room, only three of them have an accurate credit report where you have all of these laws that were created to make sure that your credit report is accurate. And so this National Consumer Assistance Plan was put into place in order to help people have an accurate credit, something that is, is theirs by, it's their right uh, to have. And so starting July 1st, there are some 
uh, new rules uh, and, and new, yeah, new rules that are, that are coming into place. And these rules are actually going to uh, change the way your credit is reported. Um, and so for the first thing that is really, really huge is that credit histories will no longer carry black marks from tax liens and civil judgments. And that is important. Um, and so what that means, first of all, is that uh, in the past, if you had uh, owe, if you owed any money to the IRS, the government, the state, uh, they could put a tax lien on your credit report, which would serve as a derogatory uh, account on your credit report. As I stated earlier, 35% of your score is based on your payment history. So by putting a tax lien or any civil judgment on your credit report, it is automatically uh, showing that you have a derogatory item on your credit report, um, and that can significantly tank your score. And so the fact that credit histories will no longer carry some of these black marks uh, is, is significant. And it doesn't mean that it's not going to carry the marks at all. Uh, what they're saying is that in the past, uh, regardless of uh, you know, whether your name, your social, your address was all correct on a, on a tax lien or a civil judgment, as long as one of those things match, they can put it on your credit report. Um, and so now with the National Consumer Assistance Plan, uh, what they're saying is that uh, there has to be, if, if, it, if, your, uh, if, if the, the tax lien or the judgment does not include your name, your address and social security number or date of birth, they cannot put it on your credit report, which means that in order to put it on your credit report, it has to have at least those, at least three of those, right, which is your name, address, social, date of birth, at least three of those in order for it to be on your report. Um, you know, uh, Kipling, Kiplinger.com is actually uh, estimating that, with this change, about 6% of consumers uh, will, will have an increase in their credit report, which is about 12 million people, right? So 12 million people will have a positive impact on their credit score by this change, which is huge because a lot of people have bad credit scores because of a civil judgment or a tax lien. Um, what are some other changes that are happening? Uh, another change that's happening is that medical debt won't be reported until after 120 days, uh, 120, 180 day, excuse me, waiting period to allow insurance payments to be applied. Um, they'll also the, the the credit reporting agencies will also remove credit reports that were previously reported medical collections that have been or are being paid by insurance. Um, and and this is important because what happens is this is that if you have a medical bill uh, and it is not being is not paid, what was happening is that the you know the the medical establishment will report this or send that to a collection agency, and the collection agency would automatically report that to your credit report. Well, what happens though is that many, I would say, close to eighty to ninety percent of medical bill records on your credit report are inaccurate. And so what happens with this is that because they're putting it on your report, now the onus becomes gets put on you to try to figure out how to get this off of your report. And so what, the, what they're saying now 
uh, you know, with this new release um, starting July 1st is that instead of, you know, make putting the onus on you to figure out whether something should be taken off or not, there is a waiting period. So now when you start getting bills from your doctor, uh, you they're, they're giving at least a 180-day waiting period, right, which is half a year, six months, to make sure that you can apply any insurance that you may have uh, to the debt so that it doesn't negatively impact your score. Um, also, you know, consistent standards will be reinforced by the credit bureaus to lenders and other others that submit data for inclusion in the credit report. And what that means is that uh, before, again, uh, as long as they had one of the items necessary to uh, report, so either your name, your social, your address, date of birth, they could report it in your report. Um, but now, uh, you know, the, the CRAs, which is the credit reporting agencies, are making sure that there is a consistent standard, that they that not anyone could just put something on your credit report. Uh, they have to have, you know, uh, specific standards for, for it to happen. Uh, another thing is that, uh, you know, anybody who uh, gives data, so data furnishers will be prohibited from reporting un uh, authorized users without a date of birth. Um, that's important as well because in the past, um, people would be able to add authorized users just by having their name. And then, and then if an authorized user messes up the credit, it would neg negatively affect the report. Uh, but now they need your date of birth. They need this identifying information to make sure uh, that, it, that, it, that it is you. Um, and so those are the major changes that are happening, which are huge. These are huge changes because, as I mentioned, uh, these changes will affect your payment history, uh, it will, and, which is 35% of your score. Um, ha having these negative items not be reported on your score as fast uh, will have a positive impact on your score and will help your score get to that next level. Um, and so as a recap, we have the 35, 30, 15, 10, 10. 35% of your score is your payment history. 30% of your score is your usage ratio. 15% of your score is your length of credit history. 10% of your score is your credit mix. And the other 10% is your any new credit that you have. Um, and so starting July 1st, you know, all you know, credit histories will no longer carry black marks from tax liens and civil judgments, which, which is a huge deal. You may not even understand how big this is, uh, but it's definitely a huge deal. Uh, but also medical debt will, will, uh, won't be reported until after a 180-day waiting period, uh, and that's going to allow insurance companies uh, to apply their insurance to uh, your debt. Um, and then lastly, constant standards will be reinforced by credit bureaus to the lenders. So that just makes sure that just makes sure that anything that's being reported to the credit bureaus is accurate. So again, make sure right you understand this website or you visit this website, uh, nationalconsumerassistanceplan.com. All of the updates that you need are there. Uh, if there are any future updates, that's where the that's where it's going to be. Um, so understand that. Go to that website so you can understand what's happening with your credit. How is that going to affect you? Um, but then also I need you to go to annualcreditreport.com uh, because annualcreditreport.com is the website that allows the three credit bureaus, Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion, to provide you a credit report for absolutely free, no st strings attached. Uh, but then also, if you want your score, uh, you can go to creditkarma.com. Uh, that gives you your Vantage score. Uh, but it also, if you go to uh, Discover is one, but there's others out there as well uh, that give you a, a, a FICO score for free. 
All right, so that is my, this is, that's my two cents. That's what I have for you today. Uh, you know, uh, if you have any questions, uh, I'll, I'll open it up right now uh, for the questions. Uh, let's see what questions do anybody have. I know I gave, I gave you a lot, uh, but you can also send me questions through email as well, which is questions at imashcash.com. Uh, so definitely check us out there. Uh, but yeah, um, if you don't have any questions, again, thank you so much for tuning in as always uh, to Money Mondays with Ash Cash brought to you by Bank Mobile, the financial app that is providing a financially empowering banking experience. Uh, make sure that you still, if you're watching this video or, li or listening to the audio, because we do have it on iTunes as well. So if you're watching this video later or listening to the audio later, make sure you share this with your friends, your family. We want everybody to be financially empowered. We want people to understand, uh, you know, you know how to uh, get their finances right. Um, so make sure that you share this. Um, but again, you know, I am Ash Cash. You can tune in. Um, wait, I got one question. Let me let me let me jump in. I have um, how to clean up your credit after unemployment. Um, so so that so th so that is a, a great question. Um, and fast out to Lena. Hey hey Lena, how you doing? Um, after unemployment, I think the the best thing to do uh, is to really look at your situation um, and figure out. How much income are you bringing in first and foremost? So the question is whether are you still unemployed and have some income coming in um, or are you uh, an entrepreneur? Are you do you have do you have a job? Because the income is, I think, the most important part. Um, if you do not have steady income or a steady flow of income, I honestly would not begin to look at your credit, um, you know, fixing your credit report. Right. Because at the end of the day. Uh, your credit, uh, in order to get your credit where you need it to go, you need to uh, apply uh, income to, you have to allocate income towards that credit. Um, and so I think first and foremost, I would first look at, um, your, you know, your credit uh, or, or your income situation. Um, and then if you're in a position where you have steady income coming in, um, I would say the first thing that you do uh, is look at, you know, wh what are those accounts? Do you have accounts that are active um, that you need to catch up on? Or do you have accounts that are in collections? I would first start to take care of those active accounts or any account that is still open that you may uh, have uh, you know, missed payments on. I definitely would say you start there. Uh, you start taking care of the active accounts because those matter most. Um, and then after you take care of those active accounts, you then start to look at any collection accounts that you have but instead of paying those collection accounts immediately, uh, looking to get a, a secured credit card or secured loan to be able to pay off those collections so that way you're building uh, new credit. I think the most important part uh, that you have to focus on uh, when you are trying to rebuild your credit, whether it's after unemployment or just in general, um, is that the most important part that you're looking at uh, is uh, your payment history and your usage ratio. Uh, that 35, that 35%, that 30%, which is 65% of your score, you know, are you paying your bills on time? Can you get any collection items off? And, and are you keeping your credit card balances lower than 30%? So thank you so much for the question. I appreciate you. All right. 
That is our time today. If you have any further questions, uh, feel free to email me, questions at imashcash.com. You can also hit us up on our Instagram, uh, Facebook, at Bank Mobile. Uh, but definitely, you know, make sure that you uh, tune in uh, every Monday, 1 or 2 p.m. No, not 1, not 2, but 12 p.m. Eastern Time for Money Mondays with Ash Cash. Um, again, thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate you, and I'll see you next week. Same time, same place. Peace. You're now tuned in to the financial motivator himself, Ash Cash. Mr. Mind Right, Money Right. Money Right, Money Right.